The stats are in for the month of August. Fall market is here. Interest rates rise once again, and there's a potential huge new change coming to the mortgage market. We'll talk about all this on today's episode. Welcome to the True Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. Hi, and welcome back to the show. Once again, Andrew LaFleur here. Thank you for listening. And this is the audio version of what is normally a video. That is the condo market this week, what's happening in the condo market. We take a look at the headlines that are out there in the mainstream media about the real estate market, about the condo market in particular. And we analyze them, we look at them, and what we, we answer the question, what do they mean to you, the condo investor? So with that in mind, we're going to look at a few different things today. We're going to talk about the uh, numbers from the month of August. We're going to talk about the fall market so far, even though we're only about a week into it. We're going to talk about the fact that interest rates went up once again. And we're going to talk about a potentially new huge new change coming to the mortgage market, which could have a dramatic effect on the market potentially. Um, and we might look at uh, some rental numbers, check in on those as well. So let's jump in. Um, the first thing is the news about, and I should mention you're going to get all the links and everything to articles if you're interested on uh, the show notes for this episode and every episode, truecondos.com slash podcast. So jumping into um, the numbers for the month of August, which are now out, they came out a few days ago. Uh, and the first thing that I always look at is what is the sales to listing ratio? If you look at the sales to listing ratio, it tells you the temperature of the market. It gives you a sense of the direction of the market. So how hot or cold is the market today and what likely direction is the market going in? Is it going up? Is it going down? Is it flat. Uh, it's a very useful statistic to just to get a sense of the market. Looking at average prices, median prices, uh, number of sales, you know, those are useful things as well. You need to look at all the things, but if you just get a snapshot of the market, you look at one number to say, how was, you know, to answer that age old question, how's the market? Well, if you just look at sales to listing ratio, that is going to be the best uh, single one single stat to sort of give you that indicator. So the uh, with that in mind, the sales to listing ratio, drum roll please, for downtown condos, believe it or not, was an all-time high for the month of August at 78%. Wow, that even that surprised me. I thought it was going to come in around 45, 50%, came in at 78%. The month of July was around I think 55% which was down from June, which was down from May, which was down from April. So it was trending down. And all of a sudden in August, it just jumped way up, indicating once again that the so-called bottom of the market, if there ever was you know, a down, if there even was a down market uh, in the condo market downtown, not really, but if there was one, you know, your time sort of was like end of June, beginning of July was, was sort of it. And now things are are red hot once again. Again, we're talking about the resale condo market, not pre-construction to make that clear. We're talking about actual condos that exist today, actual buyers and sellers on the street today, giving us a good sense of what's actually happening in the market today and where prices are likely to head tomorrow. And the answer to that, of course, is that 
prices are definitely going to rise. They're going to rise, continue to rise rapidly. If that sales to listing ratio stays way up there above 50%, it's way above 50% at 78 right now. Prices are going to keep rising. If you want prices to fall, if you're in the camp and you're listening to this and you're hoping and praying and waiting and thinking that prices are going to fall, well, you're going to have to wait for that number to get below probably, probably below 20%. Once the number is below 20%, then prices may uh, start to fall. We've rarely, if ever, seen that number go below 20% in the last 10 to 15 years. I think maybe once or twice uh, in the middle of the recession, 2008, we hit, I think, 13% one month was the all-time low. Um, and then this year in April, I believe, was it April, March or April, it hit 153%, which is obviously insane and unsustainable, as we talked about many times. So now it's sitting at 78%, which I categorize as a strong seller's market. Anything above 60%, I'd say, is a strong seller's market. The average for the month of August for the last 10 years is about 37%. If you notice what happened to condo prices over the last 10 years, they went up almost every single year. Uh, and that average was at 37%. So at 37%, prices are still rising. We're at double that more than double that so again you can expect prices to rise more than they have on average over the last 10 years breaking it down further uh, downtown once again outperforming all other areas um, the core of your real estate portfolio the takeaway here the nugget here the core of your real estate portfolio should should continue to be downtown condos not to say that there's not reasons and and good other areas to invest in but if you're only focusing on one area um, downtown is going to be the place to be. If you're looking at a big picture perspective over, um, over the long term, over a, a, a 15, 20 year period, downtown is most of the time, not all the time, most of the time going to outperform all other areas. That's where the most demand is for rental and for resale. Um, and where the shortest supply is always felt. Um, so that being said, downtown 78%, central Toronto, just looking at the central spine of Toronto up and down Yonge Street, basically, you're looking at 65%. And then GTA as an average overall, you're looking at 55%. So, um, excuse me, I'm just having a drink of water here as, I, as I'm talking. I'm fighting a bit of a, a little bit of a cold, my first one of the new fall season, yippee yay. Um, so uh, uh, GTA, 50, overall 55%. Even the struggling uh, York region, which has been much maligned by the headlines, and they're getting hammered in York region overall compared to the rest of the market. Even York region sitting at 35%, which is you know sort of a buyer's market, but not quite a buyer's full-on buyer's market. I'd say below 30%, you're definitely in buyer's market territory. 35%, it's really more of a balanced market, um, but that's the closest thing you're going to find to a buyer's market. If you're looking for a condo in the GTA right now, I'd say go to York region if you want to be in a buyer's market. Um, but even there, it's not really technically a buyer's market. Uh, so that is what's happening there in the uh, with the condo stats there. So Basically, very good news for condo investors. Market continues to perform very well, much better than detached housing. And the trend is looking like it's going to continue. Excuse me. 
the next thing I want to talk about is uh, John Pasalis put out a tweet uh, just this morning from Realosophy, and he says that looking at the first week of September, the first week after Labor Day, everyone was sort of waiting and anticipating that this week there'd be a surge of new listings hitting the market. All these people who didn't list in the month of July and August were going to throw their properties in the market and there'd be this massive surge and prices would just continue to fall and oh the sky is falling and a bad 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 you know the bears and all that stuff that they, they talk about um but his tweet was basically new listings in the first month of september compared to the first month of september last year he according to his calculations only up six percent from last year so not a huge massive um Upcrease that many people were sort of anticipating double digits certainly uh the people were talking about a surge of new listings coming on so far we're not seeing it at all um if you talk to realtors on the street they're definitely saying that market is very active overall um, across the board a lot of people starting to say that yeah the market is probably already bottomed out again if there was a bottom of the market even in areas like york region and so on you look at all the stats for um, sales to new listing ratio uh, across different home types, condo, townhome, semis, detached. They're pretty much all turning the corner, except maybe detached. They pretty much all turn the corner in the month of August as well. So more and more indicators coming out that the bottom of the market, so-called, um, was probably in the month of July. Uh, and we may be you know, escaping the uh, downturn that was caused by the uh, foreign buyer tax and all the other stuff that the government dropped on the market on April 21st, I believe it was, of this year. The day that shall live in infamy. Um, but uh, so there you go. That's an interesting bit of headline there from the fall market so far. And again, certainly the condo market's red hot. Rental condos are off the charts hot. Um, next piece of news, interest rates. Interest rates obviously were increased um this past week bank of canada came out and, and raised interest rates by a quarter point once again uh, you can see all kinds of articles about it um, if you have a line of credit if you have a variable mortgage that all went up if you're going to apply for a mortgage today it might have went up slightly versus the week before but it looks like you can still get a, a five-year fixed mortgage for um well under three percent by the looks of it so um you know that not a not a huge change there per se on the on the fixed rate side and again variable rate what's happening is as as the bank of canada is raising rates the discount on the variable rates seems to be trending up so um you know a year ago you could get a variable rate mortgage for about 2.2 2.3 uh today you can still get a variable rate mortgage for around the same number so it's interesting how the, the relationship between the Bank of Canada rates and the actual mortgage rates on the street. Yes, fixed rates, which is the most popular rate, has gone up um, around 30 to 40 basis points, it looks like, from uh, from maybe a couple months ago. But it's still, again, very, very cheap. Most interesting thing about this headline uh, about the interest rates changing is the lack of headlines and the lack of attention and the lack of people talking about it versus the the one that happened a couple of months ago, everyone was going crazy about it. It was like, oh, the market is, is going down and now they're raising interest rates. The sky is falling. It's, oh, this is a terrible uh, string of events here and the whole market's going to crash. And this is the, this is the last domino that's going to break the back. And 
you know, this kind of talk was out there in the media and people on the street and whatnot. Um, well, that for the first rate was just absorbed into the market. And like I said, the market sort of turned around and now the second one just came out and it's almost like nobody even is talking about it at all. My colleagues, people in the industry, nobody's even talking about it at all compared to the one that happened a couple months ago, I guess, cause it was the first one that happened in seven years. So that was like a big shock to the system. But now the second one, uh, that just happened, people are like, yeah, whatever. Um, and again, the, the news is good. We talk about this a lot. We'll have more discussion on this and analysis on this, but the idea that if interest rates are going up, it's a sign that the economy is doing well. Okay. People are working, people are making more money. It, times are good. The, the GDP numbers came out, the highest GDP number growth in, you know, it was 4.5%. It was the highest number in like 10 years or something. So, um, prices almost always are going to rise in a real estate market when the economy is doing good. The economy is doing good. Interest rates are rising. Um, and again, it's this whole people are not rational when it comes to home buying. Uh, and, and so interest rates are going up. People are more likely to buy because they want to, they don't want to miss out. They don't want to, you know, pay a higher rate tomorrow. Um, when interest rates are going down, even though it's cheaper, it becomes cheaper and cheaper to buy. People are in a sense less likely to buy because they think it's going to be cheaper to get a mortgage tomorrow. Um, and if the interest rates, interest rates are going down, it also means the economy is not doing as well and people are more pessimistic. Um, and they're not likely to take as many risks. So, you know, it, the bottom line is if you are the real estate investor, if you own the assets, you win. If you own the assets, you win. I say this over and over again. If you own the asset in the long term, you win. Prices go up, rents go up, you win. That is the long term story. Unless you're buying moments before a major recession, uh, you know, i.e. the United States, you know, in 2006, if you're buying in the U.S., you know, right before they're about to have the biggest recession of all time. Unless you're buying at that moment, you're always going to do uh, very, very well with real estate. But even if even if you do buy at that horrible moment, as long as you have, as long as you hold for at least ten years, you're going to be fine. You're always going to be fine if you have a long term perspective. Um, so there you go. Anyways, bit of a change in there. Next piece of news is um, Financial Post article uh, talking about the new offsee, um, the federal guys bringing out the uh this potential new stress test for all mortgages my sources out in the in the mortgage world are saying it's actually very likely going to happen uh it's not been officially said yet it's it was brought out as a proposal a couple months ago we've talked about it a little bit on the show we'll talk about it a lot more and we'll interview more experts about it and what they think about how it may impact the market you can listen to those episodes coming up but um Basically, the stress test is all mortgage people applying for mortgages have to qualify at uh, two percentage points higher than the actual rate they're going to pay. So you, you can get a mortgage for 2.5%, but you have to qualify as if you were getting a mortgage at 4.5%. This is a stress test that's already put on everybody who is putting down less than 20%. But now they're saying it should be applied to even people putting down 20%, 30%, 50%. You put down 90% on a mortgage, you still have to qualify at some nonsensical made up 2% higher than what you're paying rate. Um, obviously, I am against it in, uh, as a free market proponent. <clears throat> 
excuse me. Um, my voice is almost gone here. I should, uh, I, I, my time is almost up with this cold that I'm fighting. Um, as a free market proponent, I, I'm not in favor of, of any kind of interventions like this. Uh, the big banks are coming out now this week, and they're also publicizing and saying we're against this. It's going to have a huge impact on the market. It means a lot of people will just not be able to afford what they can afford now. Again, it, 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 they brought it out in the fall for people under 20%. We saw a huge impact. We saw a huge shift over to what? The condo market. Hello. Uh, people who can't afford houses, people who can't afford to buy, they suddenly said, okay, instead of buying a house, I'm going to buy a condo. Instead of buying a condo, I'm just going to keep renting a condo. So the rental market is continued to be on fire. The condo market is continued to be on fire. And this is only going to be even worse, um, again, for the market overall, it's just going to put more and more pressure at the bottom of the market. So everybody's pushed down, everybody's pushed down 20% in their buying power. So that's going to force, you know, it's going to put more and more upward pressure on the bottom end of the market, which is condos. And that's again, why we love condos, why we're investing in them, uh, and why we've done so well with them. Condos are always the bottom end of the housing market. So um, they've, they've done very well and, and they're going to continue to benefit from this change. That being said, even though I'm personally going to benefit, even though my clients are personally going to benefit, I'm not in favor of it. I don't like the government intervening in the market like this, but I will say thank you to them. Maybe think about sending them a credit, a Christmas card, a credit card. Yeah. They're, they don't need any more credit cards. They've racked up enough debt. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that uh, this article is talking about is potentially the biggest impact ever in history in terms of government intervention in the mortgage and housing markets. Eh, maybe it's a bit of hyperbole there, um, but it's potentially it is potentially a very big impact on the market. So prepare for that. Know that it's coming. Understand that it's coming, um, and get ready for that. If if you've got closings and things coming up. Uh, just understand you're going to be put under that, um, that, that extra pressure. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how, uh, how these changes, um, come about, but ultimately again, um, these, these rocky moments here in the road, but long-term, if you own the assets, you win. If you own in particular, the condos, uh, condominium, the low end mark, the low end, uh, segment of the overall housing market you're going to continue to win. On that note, we take a look, let me take a look at the weekly uh, update on the condo stats, the live sales and um, rental stats. Well, let's just look at the rental stats for this time. So looking at condos.ca, they have great real-time data on what's happening in the market. And if you look at downtown Toronto rentals for the last a uh, couple of weeks, last 14 days, they are currently rising at a rate of 9% compared to a year ago, 9%. And once again, the what we're typically seeing is about 2-3%. So we are at 9%, which is way, way above the normal average, is way, way above inflation. And again, continues to the continues to point towards the massive shortage of condo rentals. Um, and it continues to tell us that this is a great time to buy. This is a great time to build your portfolio as rental prices tomorrow are going to be much, much higher than they are today. So Continue to buy, continue to invest smartly, strategically in the downtown condo market in particular, but other markets as well. And you're going to continue to prosper and do well. Okay, there you have it for this episode. Once again, the links are at truecondos.com slash podcast. Hope you enjoyed this one. And until next time, have a great week and happy investing. 
Thanks for listening to the True Condos Podcast. Remember, your positive reviews make a big difference to the show. To learn more about condo investing, become a True Condos subscriber by visiting truecondos.com. Oh,